0: Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash media lunch break. Oh, say it's Chris Treble, here to fuck up your shit. And he'll do it with style, then he'll start the show tonight. Yes, it's Chris, he's a fuck. He's the best, you fuck. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, that's all I got. Finish it. No, <laughs> Jesus. And you scrubs just don't compare to how shitty he is here. Do I have to do the bridge? I'll accept that. (laughs) Okay, great. But come next year. Oh, God. You better finish the bridge. Oh, we'll be canceled by next year.
1: (laughs) Oh, uh, we certainly will if I have anything to say about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it'll be something that I say that gets us canceled.
0: Who dogs, you do anything? I know it's a week late for everyone here, but we record early. Did you do anything for the fourth? Nope. You? We didn't feel like celebrating our country.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't feel, yeah, I don't feel like celebrating this shithole. So, and if you take offense to that, I don't care. A friend of mine who is a veteran, like a
0: Vietnam vet, I posted a Facebook status about how I'm not celebrating and I said, fuck this country. And he was like, don't blame the country, vote. And I'm like...
1: I'm, that's what i've been doing i've been do, doing, it, doing that what i've been what doing that for the past like 15 years stop saying vote for everything like it doesn't i'm not trying to be one of those people like voter doesn't matter i'm just saying like yeah we do that and we can complain we can do both it's
0: almost like there wasn't an election for the supreme court justices
1: i hate when people are like don't complain vote and i'm like what right but after that can i complain too can i do both I can multitask. I'm a very good multitasker. I can I can complain and vote at the same time. It's amazing. While reading the ballot. I'll read the ballot and be like, ah. Jesus Christ. Damn it. <laughs> Give me a pen. Let me fill it in here. Most of the time it's this. Oh well look another ballot. Who's that one again? Is that the guy? Wait, is that the woman I saw on the street corner? She seemed nice. It's a lot of that. Yeah, I remember uh, one time
0: I picked up the ballot and I went um is that the guy from the apprentice? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we just had some primaries in in NYC and I literally like and it's for like l- judges and stuff like like I, I I'll be honest, a lot of it I'm like I don't know who this is. I don't cuz it'll be like pick 7. And I'm like I don't know who a lot of these people are. It's probably
0: for your local reps.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm Council like, members. Right, 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 right. right. Board of Education. Right. You know, the stuff that actually matters. But the point is... <laughs> the stuff you should actually be looking <laughs> up and I, paying stuff attention I to. I should actually know <laughs> that affects me directly. But yeah. I, I, did, I told Sarah, I was like, I didn't know a lot of those people. Did you know a lot of those people? And she's like, I didn't know a lot of those people either. She was like, what did you do? And I was like, well... We're like two days out of Roe v. Wade's being struck down. So I just voted for all the women. I just, I just didn't know what else to do. I was like, well, yeah, sure. Uh, here you go. Uh, can't can't be any worse than uh, whatever we were going to get with a bunch of men. So let's just let's try this. Yeah. Let's and see how the, this it's goes It's the primary for, for
0: the Democrats, I presume, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I think it was the primary for both. But like, you know, if you're I mean, registered you for. You only do one. Yes. Yeah. They, they, and they they know ahead of time. They're not like, oh, pick one of these.
0: What do you want? I have a friend who's registered as a Republican so that he, he had this strategy.
1: He can go in and tank it. Yeah, that was his yeah. strategy
0: back in the day when we were in college, that he would yeah. intentionally vote for, like, the dumbest person who, who would never win against a Democrat. And I uh, have not talked to him since the 2016 election. I wonder how that strategy
1: is going. Yeah, I've, I wonder, too. Yeah, I'm sure he's making a huge difference. <laughs> the problem is. See, I had that thought walking into the primary too. But the problem is, a lot of people have to have that same strategy. It has to be a coordinated thing. It can't just be one guy. No, it
0: doesn't. Because I feel like that's what happened with Donald Trump.
1: Well, that's true. That may be. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Everybody voted for the idiot, and then he won. Right. They were like, "He'll never win. I'll just throw my vote away." He maybe he got. I think maybe he got what I lovingly refer to as the nader vote. Where everyone's like, I don't want to vote for either of these two. I'll vote for this guy. He's not going to win. But then I can say I voted. Yeah, then I can say I voted. (laughs) Yeah, it's that. (laughs) I'm going to just throw it away. And everyone's like, yeah. Everyone's like pass. It's you know
0: what the hardest. Look, this isn't a political show, so we'll move on after this. But what I know, I, I've I been do. Doing Every this now and then I post wrong. something political on our TikTok, and people are like, "How did this? How did politics get onto my for you page?" And I'm like, "Listen, buddy, we do both."
1: Yeah. Why not? But mostly comics. But mostly the other thing. And then we
0: have like a right hook that comes out of nowhere that's like, fuck Republicans.
1: And just yeah. like hits you in the temple. Well, you know, you got to make sure you're paying attention. I don't
0: remember what I was going
1: to say. It's fine. It'll happen midway oh, through. Oh, that's what I was going to say. There that we've is. been
0: is. We've been voting for, not only have we been voting, we've been voting for the like, okay, fine, I'll vote for the safe one. And it's still not fucking doing anything. It's not, it's not doing shit. <laughs> Vote for uh, Joe, Republican Biden, and Hillary, Republican Clinton. They both have R in their middle. They both have a middle name that begins with R.
1: Mm. It's interesting. See? Yeah. Well, do something with that, conspiracy theorist. <laughs> what kind of lizard or amphibian are they secretly behind closed doors? Go ahead. Yeah. Have yeah. at it. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. You, so you didn't do anything for the fourth? No. Uh,
0: what did we do? We did. We, we bought some sparklers. Because it's the only time you can buy sparklers, and we like sparklers. We're, in fact, we're having a... a, a <laughs> you,
1: you simple-minded yokel. <laughs> what? I don't know. Just the phrase. It's, we like sparklers. We do like sparklers. Yeah.
0: We are doing a boycott that ends today on purchasing things. Just anything.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Listen. <laughs> Melinda, if you're listening to this episode, I love you to death. Yeah. I think it's somewhat of a silly idea, but it, it's, it's something she wants to do okay. that... So she's boycotting
1: just buying anything.
0: Yes, like it's to not for a
1: specific company, just anything in general.
0: Yeah, because I think it's more of a uh, it's the idea is to send a uh, like a small message about who actually makes the economy function, and that like if they want to do Melinda. It is. It's Melinda. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but it's, But I. I. For anyone listening, the irony is not lost on me that anything we wouldn't buy today, we will just buy tomorrow, and the economy will
1: continue to move. That's. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Especially, and I've seen your house. So what does that mean? Whatever you don't buy today, I, I you you will buy definitely like in a couple of days. days. Anyway. I still don't know what that you means. like. You guys have a lot of stuff. You oh, like but stuff. it's mostly
0: free stuff. It's mostly things oh, that we, have, we just accumulated you know like right. raccoons. That's I
1: will give you, I will get, give you <laughs> we that. have like a little nest a lot of free
0: stuff of shit that yeah. we just like pool everything into the corner.
1: Wait. So, yeah, now that I'm putting this together, most of the stuff you get is for free anyway. So you could just keep this going for a long time. Yeah, we probably ya? could. Yeah.
0: Um, We don't get a lot of food for free. Well, that's one of the reasons why it doesn't work, right? It's like for the one thing I was like, look, if you want to intentionally give up sort of a luxury that you would normally have had, like if you want to stop drinking coffee for a week or a month or whatever it is, like if you want to give up something, then that will put more of a dent into the economy than just doing it, doing what you were going to do later. And additionally, if you want to take that money out and donate it to people who are going to make a difference. Right. That's, right, an, right. Uh, that's something that I think we may pursue later. I already donate to the ACLU and Black Lives Matter. And right. I, should, I don't donate to Planned Parenthood. I guess I got to fucking start doing that now.
1: I mean, <sighs> it would behoove you. You, you
0: especially For sure, I don't know what that means But I do Wait, know, you know that know. Uh, <laughs> you know, Eventually uh, no, no, no. eventually, there's going to be a time Where uh, Planned Parenthood gets shut down And I'm going to be like Well, silver lining, I got my five bucks a month back
1: <laughs> There you go But I'll tell you what, it's going to be that time That Planned Parenthood gets shut down And that you go, shit, I should have given that five bucks yeah. <laughs> oh, I could really use that Planned Parenthood yeah, right now
0: I really wish someone would plan my parenthood
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah uh, you haven't already.
0: Should I? What's there to plan? You just stick food in them until they're big enough to leave.
1: Except if you stop buying all the food, you know, to make to make a point.
0: Well, we are making. Yes, we are yes. boycotting Rowan's food. We're yeah. still
1: we're, <laughs> we're still buying yeah. our food. We're showing those sons of bitches at Gerber really who's boss here.
0: Yeah, and it's Rowan <laughs> until he wastes away exactly due to starvation.
1: Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic, geek, and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich or not because you didn't want to spend the money on it this month. My name is Chris Trebel alongside me as always is my co-host Andrew Dunn Say hello Andrew I'm uh I could go first I'm
0: pretty hungry I'm a little I'm pretty hungry I'm a little peckish myself I'm uh, are you doing intermittent fasting? No you I should never consider do, no. it. it would be Stop it's with so the healthy intermittent
1: fasting <laughs> no Jesus every <laughs> It's like, what, like every other month or something you do this to me. It's, I mean, it's in a very intermittent. When
0: you do intermittent fasting, it's every other month that you get to eat.
1: Yeah, it's every, well, you intermittently start. And we're boycotting. Oh, boy. (laughs) she You just kind of like. Try and get me to do intermittent fasting at an intermittent basis. That's really yeah. What it that's is. what it is. I, I, you get extra points for that <laughs> when you convert. Yeah. <laughs> you convert a gentile. The only time <laughs> you, you Andrew, the two chosen people. <laughs> the only time. <laughs> the only time I know you're doing intermittent fasting is because you start trying to get me to do intermittent. Yeah, fasting. Yeah, you should do it. No, this is how I know it's missing. It's because you're trying to make me do it so that I suffer with you. You're never, when you're not intermittent fasting, you're never like, yeah, I did it. You should really try it. It really worked for me. It's only when you're in the middle of doing it and hungry and starving do you want me to do this with you. But would you like to take an ice bath? Together? No, gross. We brought this up last week. I know we did. And that is the only question I need answered. Are we taking the ice bath together? Which one makes you do it? I think we know which one makes yeah. me do it. The same one that's going to make you do also,
0: it. Also, yes? this, this is a weird segue. Uh, shout out, if you're still listening, to um, uh, Nicholas, who is a new listener.
1: All right, Nicholas. You picked a hell of a time to come on board. For sure. Ice Bath is ready to go. We do this for all the new no, listeners. No, we're gonna have to cut this whole thing oh, no, out why? Andrew, what cut happened? all this oh, out. This oh, is no. a child. Ah, oh, damn it, Andrew! You need to prep me for this stuff earlier. Son of a bitch! Jesus Christ!
0: Uh, um, anyway, it's a child of a friend of mine who oh, uh, man.
1: Uh, I know. I know. Listen, it just gets worse. You have, you'll have to see this kid again. <laughs> Yeah, uh, And now whenever you do it, it's going to be with a clipboard. Uh,
0: on the bright side, uh, Nicholas, if you're listening, don't worry. In a few days, Chris will not be able to come near any sort of playground or school based on the, the court case. So um, anyway, thanks for listening. You got to prep me for this shit, man. I, no, I don't know. Hold I Hold of a sign or something. Wow. That was the hardest I've laughed in a long time. How
1: old is Nicholas? Wait. Hold on. Actually, before before this is not going to take myself out of this hole. But how old is Nicholas? I don't know. Roundabout. 30. I have no idea, man. Uh, 11, 12, 13. I was trying to judge. I was like. But when before I put my foot in my mouth, I was like, "Wait!" But also, is this irresponsible parenting for him being able to listen to this podcast? So I asked, "What's going on?"
0: Straight up asked about that because I was like, "We curse a lot, and we talk about a lot of." questionable things and she was like they have a rule that at their house you can say basically anything and that's a way of sort of mediating and I was like oh that's a unique idea of like you can curse here you can listen to things that have cursing and vulgar language here and I I like that idea and I might do it with Rowan because I want to fucking curse in front of him.
1: I Here's the thing though the kids downstairs that live downstairs from us kind of have that rule and it did not uh, they were not confined to the, just the house. Cause we started to have a problem because they were saying it outside of the house and then Emerson was hearing it and then he was saying it. What's the problem? Because if my kid's gonna start cursing, I'm gonna teach him how to do it right. That's why. <laughs> Okay.
0: listen, he needs to learn to stick up for himself and no better way than to start cursing at the other kids.
1: There's two things that I'm going to teach my boy to do, and it's throw a ball and curse properly and vomit after a
0: crazy alcohol. No, no, no.
1: That's a lesson he has to learn on his own. Them's the hard knocks of life right there. Uh, Andrew. Yes. It is the best Day of the week, baby. Uh, Tuesday. Oh, it's a Tuesday news day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Tuesday news day. Oh, like you didn't know. Like you didn't wake up just fresh and early this morning and go, it's Tuesday news day. And then you hit the snooze button, went back to sleep.
0: Here's the thing, though. I do that every morning. But six times. No, 13, 11 times out of 13 times out of 14. I go, oh, fuck, it isn't that's true and it ruins my day i'm so happy you finally got that
1: math together <laughs> i was like how many times will this take
0: i was like how many days are in a week how many days are in a fortnight
1: in a fortnight now, i was trying to go for british and yeah, i came up failed for walking on that one. Yeah. that was that was Oops. really weird uh yeah so i have some news not a whole lot of news. I feel like it was a light news week. Do, do you have a whole lot of news? I feel like I only got uh, No,
0: I don't. I intentionally keep it down. I feel like there are four or five
1: that I found that I could have brought in. I have four or five. And I bet you just even looking at the ticker, which if you're not on Patreon, let's get intimate here. You can check out some good <laughs> shit that uh, you and I are going to have some of the same ones. But that's OK. You know Why? It's less editing. It is less editing. Shorter episodes. Shorter episodes. That's what we're... (laughs) Better engagement. Yes. So, let's see. What... Oh, I'm going to start, I think, with this one. This one I like. All right. So, you want some um, potential, potential, potential casting news. Yes. All right. So, um, it's been reported through an interview with the New York Times that... A young Mr. Taron Edgerton would be interested in being in a Marvel movie. In fact, he's had talks with Kevin Feige. And when they asked who would he like to play, he said he'd like to play Wolverine. That's right. Yes. This is the first. I mean, listen, this is, again, huge grain of salt. This does not mean that it's going to happen. They obviously had a meeting to have... Taron Egerton come into the MCU in some sort of capacity, him being who he is, I'm sure they were like, who would you like to play? We could probably market you for almost anything, We'll take some ideas, but I would also imagine that Feige also walked into this meeting with a couple ideas of his own. Did you read the article? Uh, I did not. I read wow. the article about the article. Wow. Well, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a big long interview, wasn't it? No. And I was like, oh, I don't want to sift through the interview. But also,
0: here's the reason I didn't read the article. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's uh, the New York Times, and they want me to pay for that shit, and I goddamn refuse. Well, at least this month. But did you see it? Well, yeah. <laughs> Right now, that's
1: gonna be the running gag. I yeah. hope you don't realize.
0: <laughs> Did you see any of the exchange that uh, Taryn Edgerton had? No, 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 no. Please enlighten me. It, it seems like they brought it up to him, really, because he said that it's a it's it's enormous. It's a, he oh, yeah. said he's not even sure he would take it if they offered it to him. Really, he said that uh, Hugh's shoes are very big to fill. Do you want to try Hugh's shoes one more time? Hugh's shoes are very big to fill. His uh, and his baby blues,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Terry Crews. I mean,
1: <laughs> we're just making a, a little tongue yeah, twister now. Yeah, let's we're just, just go. Make it a <laughs> Give little. Of we're just making a little limerick of some kind. Those are, you know, these are, those are big claws to fill.
0: Yeah, the shoe's probably not very big. Wolverine's like five foot five or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, there's two prongs to this. Number one, I can totally see Taryn Edgerton being like, I mean, that sounds enticing, but. I don't want to because it's kind of like what you get whenever you get a new bond or something like inevitably at least half the Internet is going to be like, fuck you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're just walking into getting shit from at least half the Internet. But
0: at some point as well, shouldn't you just bite the bullet? Because Hugh Jackman put up with that when he was cast as Wolverine.
1: This is true. But I think now Hugh Jackman doing so well at being Wolverine and kind of embodying that character to Almost a point of like, that's who you think of when you think of Wolverine.
0: Oh, not almost <laughs> like 100 <100%. laughs> percent in the same
1: way that people are like, you know, Mark Hamill, when you read the comics, the Joker, that that was oh, yeah. like you think of a, yeah. a embodiment of Wolverine. It's Hugh Jackman or
0: um, for me, uh, Kevin Conroy. as right, Batman. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's one of those things where like Hugh Jackman got shit for taking on Wolverine. Because he was kind of an unknown and nobody. And he, they were like, this musical theater
0: guy? And because he was tall. And because he and was Australian. tall. And
1: Australian. But now now we also have someone else who already did the role really well. So now you have someone to literally live up to. And I feel like Taryn Egerton's like, yeah, I don't really need to go through that. Like, I don't need to yeah. have to cancel my Twitter account for six months <laughs> to a year or something. Because I'm just catching shit all the time. Uh, that being said, I think Taron Edgerton would be actually really good.
0: Yeah, I don't think he would get that much hate. I mean, I think it obviously depends on the director. It depends on the performance he gives. But I think there's a very good chance that he would get the occasional troll. But for the most part, I think people would like it.
1: I think he would get probably maybe about, I'll say, 49% of the Internet not liking this until we got our least our first Look at what he looks like as Wolverine, and then I think a lot more people would jump on board. I think as a concept, people would be like, "Turn Edgerton, yeah, the guy who was in Rocketman I don't know what else. I yeah. mean, he listened. Eggsy, Eggsy, yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's the thing. He was sexy. He's re- we know he can do action. Yeah. So there's at least that. But, but I,
0: you, you brought up James Bond earlier. That is more of an audition for a James Bond role than it is for a Wolverine role. I agree.
1: Like I said, I think everyone would be like, no way, man. You Jackman forever until we saw one still one behind the one, you know, a little
0: bit like Heath Ledger.
1: Yeah, exactly. The well, that's the thing. Yeah. That's the other one I keep thinking of. It's like even I was like Heath Ledger. Yeah, me too. And then you heard his voice and you're like, Oh. Yeah. Oh, this looks interesting. And from there, now he's like the most iconic Joker. Yeah. You heard him do his Richard Dreyfus impression. Oh, you're right. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. He's like, no,
0: I don't want to kill you. You complete me. I'm Richard Dreyfus. That was so good, Richard Dreyfus. Well, thank you. That was pretty good, Bob. Oh, that's right. You you do love that movie. Oh, God. It's so good. Anyone who hasn't seen it, what about Bob?
1: I haven't seen that in a long time. Bill Murray. It's so fucking funny. I used just watch funny. it. I, as a kid I watched it all the time. I need to watch it again. It's
0: an all-star cast from a bunch of different places. Like the mom is the woman from Airplane
1: whose name escapes me.
0: Oh yeah. And even the kid, he went on to do a bunch of
1: other stuff too and it's he's Darren He's Edgerton. <laughs> he's the the new Wolverine. I don't know if you heard that or he not. He went on
0: to boycott food and he just wasn't oh, eating really? for like a month. Wow. Cuz he was so upset at the Supreme Court.
1: Ah, oh, and now he's dead. You know? <laughs> That's right. Crazy. <laughs> Wow, that is an all-star cast. Ugh. What do you what do you got, sir?
0: Frank Marshall, a producer on Indiana Jones Five, says the film will be, quote, everything everybody wants out of an Indiana Jones movie. Well, you heard it here first, everyone. Indiana Jones Five is officially canceled. <laughs> 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 giving everyone what they really want in an Indiana Jones film, the sweet release of death. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um so what he's saying is the Indiana Jones film is gonna open with Shia LaBeouf's character being tragically killed, just <laughs> torn apart by those monkeys from the fourth movie. That's what uh,
0: Marshall also said, "Quote: It's a great story. It's a great character, and I think you're going to be very happy with this movie." There are no official details on the plot or production of the film, but set photos have indicated well, that, that the, promising. I know this, the set photos have indicated the film will take place in the 60s during the space race.
1: Awesome! Great. That's what I want to see. Is An 80-year-old Harrison Ford beat up a hippie. (laughs) Fantastic. That's going to be great. Uh, Listen... I'm an Indiana Jones fan. I love Indiana Jones. I grew up with Indiana Jones. Which is why
0: you're going to be so happy when they say, Indy, we need you to go in this ship and go up to an asteroid and drill a hole and put a nuke in it. Yes. Here's Bruce Willis. He's an oil rigger. He's going to help you.
1: Yeah. I can't wait to see what phrase takes over for nuke the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Does
0: that mean the same thing as Jump the Shark?
1: Yes, it is. It's the movie version of Jump the Shark. That's very funny. (laughs) Yeah. Until, uh, I guess... Is it going to be Go to the Moon or is it going to be Punch a Hippie? <laughs> like, is this series, you, you know, like no. in another year, are we going to be like, wow, well, that Fast and Furious franchise really punched a hippie? <laughs> like, is that going to be the new thing? I can only Or Hangs hope. a Shia. <laughs> <laughs> not a mutt. Not a Hangs a mutt. Hangs a Shia. They yeah. killed Shia LaBeouf <laughs> in the
0: movie. Not. Yeah, he's like, what are you guys doing? But, i got to get back to the movie set. i got to get back to filming Honey Boy 4. <laughs> wait, is there a Honey Boy
1: 2 and 3? No. Okay, good. Thank God. Well, I didn't see it. I heard good things. Yeah, listen. Honestly, okay. Indiana Jones is one of those franchises I'm like, because I have a big love for it, I hold out hope. Like I hold out hope that this movie is going to be good. And actually, and again, maybe this is me just being too optimistic. I think the fact that they have a different director and a different, and it's uh, a good one uh, too writer and it's good one. James Mangold. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah. 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 Who From did Logan. Logan yeah. He did the Wolverine. He did a bunch of other stuff that this is, going to be good because I think what happened with Crystal Skull is that and Spielberg has even said this about his his sequels he's not good at sequels he's like I go into it with such a head of steam of like I got this. So there's nothing left. Yeah, he's I think like, he said nah, that about ex- Jurassic
0: Park as well.
1: Yeah, he's like, I know exactly what I'm doing. This The last one made a bazillion dollars. Yeah, everybody and likes this
0: franchise now. Everyone you can- likes
1: it. I got this. Every idea I have, it's fine. It's exactly what it should be. You've already
0: won them over. The rest right. of it's easy. Right. In so I,
1: I think by the time you got to the fourth one, he was like, no, nah, I know what I'm going to do. And I can see. What they tried to do in the fourth one, the idea that, again, these are like Star Wars based on the old movie serials of the day. And so he was like, well, now we're in now he's older. It's the 50s and 60s. So it's, you know, instead of fighting Nazis or fighting Hitler, like you would see in the, those old movie serials, it's now like, you know, the old sci fi schlocky films that you'd see back then. So there was like, I understand what they were going for. It just doesn't come together. But with a new guy, he's like, I got something to prove on this. I got something to, to, to a fresh take on it that, that it gives me hope for this. Do
0: you know that, what was the, the one with the racist kid and Kalima Shukti day and temple of doom. temple of doom, you know, that yeah. long, um, mine car chase scene. Yes. You know, that's almost entirely claymation puppets. Really? I'm going to send you a video. Uh, where they break it down, okay, because uh, it points it out, and once you notice it, it's impossible not to see it. They're claymation puppets, really. Yeah,
1: even Indiana Jones. I thought it was all blue screen and some of it. Yeah,
0: it's almost entirely, but like the parts where there's a part where like one of the characters like gets pulled out of one of them, and they're like fighting over the the person, yes, and yes, that's yes. all claymation. Wow. Yeah. Right. That's
1: really good claymation. I know it
0: is. That's crazy. I, well, and it's also it's not like. They're very good at knowing what you're going to be looking at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. Right,
1: right, right, right. I feel like you're going to send me this video and it's just going to be a video of your butt. <laughs> this is all I, I this is a setup, I feel. Andrew's butt for 9 hours. <laughs> but I, and halfway through I'm like, I'm just more impressed he was able to keep this going for 9 hours. <laughs> He's just holding the camera on his own butt for 9 hours. Yeah. Where did he get the 9 hours from? You yeah. calling for to work? This day? Yeah. I don't know if you read this. Uh, You may have read this. Turns out, did you know that (laughs) this is true? They're moving the date of Christmas. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> just go with me on the bit. yeah. Uh, no, no, I sure didn't. What? What are they moving yeah, it to? No,
1: they're moving. They're moving the date of Christmas. They're not moving it much. So like, starting. Yeah. So not. How, this, how did they announce this? Not this coming Christmas, twenty twenty two. Right. But actually, so to give time for everyone to prepare uh-huh. themselves to adjust, To acclimate. Twenty twenty three. They're gonna move the date right. of Christmas. They're not moving a lot. They're just moving it back about five <laughs> days. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: skeptical of that's accurate but we'll see
1: because (laughs) ghostbusters is coming back with another sequel on december 20th 2023
0: in a year and a half yes yes a year and a half from the announcement of the release
1: date although i will say this here's what i'm a little surprised about the last time they announced the movie. The next day they released a trailer. So I was pretty much, oh. it was like that teaser trailer of the yeah. shot going oh, through the barn yeah, and yeah, a, yeah, of after the one car thing. Um, but yeah. it was literally the day Jason Reitman was like, I'm making a Ghostbusters movie. Um, so I was a little <laughs> disappointed that they didn't do at least something like that. You're skeptical that that date is going to be. Going to be the date? Yeah. Well, because It's
0: very soon. It
1: is. Yeah.
0: Scott Pilgrim released a trailer one year before it released. Right. We're a year and a half out and they're just announcing that it's happening.
1: Although, again, remember that one of the reasons this movie took so long was because of the pandemic. It was supposed to come out. In the 20, first one. 20, yeah. The first. I just
0: mean in ge- like a year and a half from announcing it right. is very, very short for a movie. I
1: suspect that they're farther along in this process than they say they maybe. Are. I suspect that there is at least if not a, a, a first draft of a script, at least an sure. outline of what is. Uh,
0: it is possible that, you know, uh, one of the things that um, Dan Aykroyd did with Blues Brothers, it was his first movie he'd ever written. And he he turned into uh, John Landis, a script that was four hundred and fifty pages long. Right. And what they ended up doing was cutting it in half. And the plan was to make a sequel. That would be the second half of the script. So uh, I wonder if they had sort of a similar thing. And
1: that's the one that they made in 2000, I believe. Chris, why do you do this? (laughs) This (laughs) Why do you hurt me? (laughs) (laughs) No, and here's the other thing is that, and we see this all the time, it's very common for filmmakers, like while they're shooting a movie, if they feel like the movie's going well, people, you know, producers start coming up and going like, I think this is going to be good. Like it. Do you think? Do you think you got an idea for a second one? And I'm sure. Or
0: oftentimes the opposite will happen. Like I believe that happened with Superman, where he had an idea for the ending of the second film, and they ended up putting it at the end of the first movie. Right. And I think even Jurassic Park, or maybe it was the Lost World, the end of that one was supposed to be basically the plot of the third film. And Spielberg was like, "Fuck this!"
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, (laughs) the T Rex being in San Francisco. But yeah, he said like. I'm going to take the T-Rex thing and being in the in America was supposed to be like the end of the third film. And he was like, why am I waiting for that? I suspect, though, like I said, I, I'm i sure at some point someone was like, hey, you got an idea for a second film? And they were like, yeah, we probably do. So I would suspect that they are at least farther along as far as like either an outline, possibly even a first draft or something. I mean, they already know what they're, here was the other part that they announced, which I think was a horrible mistake. They said it's the, it's, they're shooting under the title firehouse. They were like, it's coming back to New York. The sequel is coming back to New York city and it's shooting under the term firehouse, which means whenever there's a shooting thing Posted on the streets yeah, of New York, everyone knows what it, it was is. It will say firehouse, and they do fake t- titles so that people like me don't come by and take pictures and everything. But maybe they want
0: that now. Maybe I that's guess, part of the, the marketing plan. I
1: sure shit am showing up everywhere I see that paper. Yeah. Anytime I see that paper. Well, and
0: you know, it's going to be in Tribeca.
1: <laughs> exactly. And I know exactly where that firehouse is. Uh, so I'm going to be there all the time. <laughs> I'm just going to camp out there. But it's just like, yeah, I was like, that was an interesting move for you to tell me exactly what it's called and where it's going to sh- shoot. And I mean, if you want to make it seem like Ghostbusters ain't no big thing in the city of New York, this might not be the way to go about it.
0: <laughs> well, and you make a good point as well, which is that, like, they already have the cast for the most right. part. I'm sure they have a director. They have a producer. Yeah.
1: It's easy. That's what I mean. A lot of the pieces are already in place. That's why I think like it's not crazy to think that about a year and a half they could get this. They could get this done.
0: It's not crazy, but it's still ambitious.
1: I did. I know. I did see that date and I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's a lot. But, you know, I could see them doing it. Like you said, all the pieces are already in place. They're not really assembling a whole lot. I could even envision like I was like, how would they get the characters from afterlife back here and i'm like well she's a genius she could graduate <laughs> yeah. early from school. i'm mean, like by the time the movie comes out finn wolfhard will be the age of a high school graduate yeah yeah so we're lucky so they're out they're out of high school they could easily move to new york how old is she's finn wolfhard a- i don't know but he's in the movie he's 15 he's 19 yeah So they can move to New York because they're adults now. She's a genius. She could graduate early from school. Yeah.
0: Well, also, though, one of the reasons why the film was so uh, delayed, hadn't they shot a lot of stuff already and then they had to wait a long time? So, like, they could. My point is they could set this four years in the future.
1: Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, they
0: could all be. 20 years old 21 years old I mean not all of them because they're different ages but you know like they could all be significantly older
1: yeah because by the time they come out it comes out they're going to all be possibly high school graduates yeah. by that time. So they and all you, you
0: know we all accept that like well this nineteen year old is playing a fifteen year old, but like we could accept this nineteen year old is playing a twenty two year old. Uh, yeah, even well.
1: easier. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be uh, basically it'll be Ghostbusters the college years. Yeah, that's right. Which will be great.
0: James Cameron might not direct Avatar four or five, and I can't blame him because I wouldn't want to either. That was
1: exactly what I was thinking with this story as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cameron said, quote, The Avatar films themselves are kind of all-consuming. I've got some other things I'm developing as well that are exciting. I think eventually, over time, I don't know if that's after three or after four, I'll want to pass the baton to a director that I trust to take over so I can go do some other stuff that I'm also interested
1: in. Or maybe not. I don't know. I here Who does he think is going to take this over? I mean, honestly, if... James Cameron doesn't want to do a James Cameron vanity project who would if James Cameron is like wow this is a little this is a little much for me so you think someone else is going to be like nah I got this shit. <laughs> like
0: I'll do it you'll do it I'll do it
1: okay go for how it.
0: how much it's going to give me a billion dollars sure I'll do it I mean is it though is it is it it's at least going to pay off my mortgage
1: <laughs> well yeah that's true
0: that's true. <laughs> like, it could be dog shit Yes, because of me. Yeah. It could literally... Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to direct it, and it's going to be me covered in blue paint going ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba for six minutes. Oh,
1: please. I have that footage <laughs> on my phone right now. Oh, you now. saw my TikTok, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And then
0: it's going to make at least a few million dollars. Right, right. And I'm going to make out like a fucking bandit. Yes. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Yes. But
1: I don't... Uh, <laughs> First of all, I'm not sure I even want Avatar 2 or 3, let alone 4 or 5. You know
0: what's brilliant about this? What? he's do? Oh, it's so smart. He's such a good gambler because he's going to make the second one, and it's going to be a huge success, even if it's bad, the same way the first one was. Right. And then he'll make the third one, and it's going to be a huge success, even though it's bad. And then people are right at 4, people are going to be like, I don't. I don't want any more of these. They've not been means, very good. Yeah. They're very beautiful, but I, I just don't have the time or the money or the effort to invest right my energy into watching another one of these. Right, He's going to pass the torch to a different director and he's going to be like, see, uh, you know, it's not my fault. I directed three of these and they turned out great. Everybody loved them. And, uh, you know, I, I gave it to someone else and uh, maybe I shouldn't have, but, you know, that's the way it goes.
1: But see, that's the thing is that we even we're talking about it now. Not everybody loves these things, and the first one came. Here's here's actually I'm gonna flip it on you. Here's why he's brilliant is because he directed two and three at the same time. So two's gonna come out and it's gonna be dog shit, and then they're gonna be like, well, we already made the third one, so we're gonna put it out. Like you, I don't think so. No, even he said this. He's like, three is a foregone conclusion. Because we've already made it.
0: Right. But I don't think... I. Here's the thing. I think they're all going to be bad. I think they will be critical and... what I don't know what the... I think critics and audiences will both like them a lot. The same way everyone liked the first one. And I left going, was that bad? I, but I think a that lot was of, bad. A lot of
1: people were... Well, first of all, a lot of people did feel the way that you were. Where they were like, eh, it was... At most, fine. Not most. I, Let's
0: go to fucking Rotten Tomatoes oh, right rotten now. Tomato. I don't
1: believe anything Rotten Tomatoes says anyway. But Dude,
0: That's the deep state.
1: Yeah. But also remember, like, listen, it's been how many years since Avatar won, right? 47. Yeah, so... There's, it's not like this is a, a franchise that people are clamoring for at this 82% point.
0: Eighty-two percent from both critics and audiences. I don't care what that never happens. I
1: don't, yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It's never exactly the same number. Oh well, no, and that's how I know it's fake. <laughs> but here's the but listen, I, it, the thing is, two is going to come out. It's going to be bad. Three is already made, so they're going to put it out. And then what I think it's three going to be better. And then they're going to be like, ah, here we go. Now we're off and running. And you're right. Then he's going to jump off. And then four and five are going to be shit again. And it's going to leave you with like. But I don't know what director would honestly take this up. If he, if this guy, this guy is saying that this is all consuming. That is a beast. You know,
0: I think a lot of B list directors would be happy to.
1: Yep, yeah, um, But see, I don't know. That's the thing. Because also you got to remember, like. If you fail on this, that could be for a lot of B-list directors. They're going to look at this with a double edged sword of like, this is my shot up to maybe being an A-list director. But also, if this fails, like uh, no one's ever going to let me forget.
0: Right. But it won't because that's the other thing, right? Like, didn't didn't the same thing happen with Sam Worthington? Like he was a fucking nobody. And the only reason he got cast in the first movie is because um, what handsome McGee wouldn't do it. What's his
1: name? Taron Edgerton.
0: No, sexy, sexy man. Hugh Jackman. Sexiest man alive. Brad Pitt. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty. Is g- it Brad Pitt? Yes. He went to because um, no, James Cameron. Wait. Was I right on that? <laughs> yes. you were right. I was The sexiest that one up. man alive. Brad Pitt. Uh, James Cameron went to Brad Pitt and was like, here, we want to give you this much money for it. And I think he was going to give him a percent of like ticket
1: sales. No, it, I think it was Matt Damon. I know I know this story. I've heard this story. Yeah. And they were going to give him a percentage and then he turned it down and he ended up turning down like a half a bazillion dollars. And
0: it ended up going to Sam Worthington and made him a big fucking star. Not because the quality. Well, the quality was very good of the film, but like the it's not like the writing was very good or the acting was particularly good. Correct.
1: Yes. Yes. I agree with you. What, is your, what do you? say? I agree with you on these points. What do you say? So I'm saying a
0: B-list director comes out and is like, "I'm going to take this over." He produces a similar Avatar film that is no better in quality, is probably worse, and it still is critically acclaimed and everybody fucking loves it because they'll fucking blow those blue people all day every day. But
1: I don't know that they will. That that one, I don't know that they will. I don't. I don't have the faith that I do. People are going to come to this in droves the way that people are thinking. That people are. Have faith in drugs. me. Well, I'm definitely not doing that. Wow. But, <laughs> uh, but here's the thing is that, like I said, this is a double edged sword for for a B list director. Yes, they could take a chance, do really well with this. And then that makes them a huge director. Or they could go. You took a franchise from one of the biggest directors of all time that was making billions of dollars and. And you tanked it. And now you're in movie jail.
0: I think as long as they work with Weta and it looks really good, it's going to do well. Uh, maybe. But that's but, what happened with the first one. They worked with Weta. It looked really good and people loved it.
1: Right. But that's the thing. People is like that, shiny things. Yes, they do. And I agree with you. But as we've seen with other franchises, like, say, Transformers, which is another franchise made up of that just people loving Go still to fucking see sh- love. Yes. But the di- it's diminishing returns. It's what? <laughs> Diminishing returns. Diminishing? I said diminishing. Not the first time. Yes, I did. I said diminishing. Check the tape. You check the tape. We'll check the dailies. Do it live now. <laughs> There's a dated reference. I don't. I, I don't know. Like I said, I think it's. I think it's a double-edged sword. I think you could go either I don't way. think so. I think it's an instant
0: bullseye for any any director. But here's the on. other
1: thing. Here's the other thing that I hear. Because here's the other story I was thinking in conjunction with this is that someone like Justin Lin, a big A-list director, jumped off of Fast and Furious simply because he couldn't stand Vin Diesel. I think he the would be a good choice, like, actually. I think he would be a great choice, actually. Yeah. But here's the thing. That's the thing is like, you know, the bigger directors, the A-list directors, the names you would want to put behind Avatar four and five to keep trust in the franchise going are going to hear James Cameron go. This is an all consuming thing. And a lot of them are going to be like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to take up 40 years of my life to do two movies that is not even my own anyway, when I could do anything else. You know what I mean? So I think that's the problem. Him jumping off, you know, he thinks this is gonna be, he's gonna do two and three, they're gonna be huge, and maybe they will, but he's gonna do two and three, it's gonna be a huge franchise, and every director in Hollywood's gonna be clamoring to take over. I don't think so. Cause they're gonna look at that and be like, wow, that's a real bitch to have to do. I could go and do Fast and Furious 70. And like green screen a bunch of crashing cars together and make also a bazillion dollars on that franchise or start a new franchise or something else or get into a Marvel movie and be, you know, just taking care of like, I'm in the fucking Mickey mob over there and like, and be set for like that it's so much easier to take on another franchise or another project or another title than this And have this beast of a production because this is it. This is the standard. This is the bare minimum now. You know what I mean? You can't go down for what Cameron has done. You have to meet it and then top it.
0: Yeah, but I would also argue that most of what he did in the first movie wasn't that good. Like he revolutionized the CGI, the way that they captured the imagery that they ended up digitally recreating Right, but the story wasn't great. The direction no. was fine. Oh no, no,
1: I'm not even talking script. I'm just talking right. production but, of like special like effects But like you pass that to
0: Weta now.
1: Yes, you do. But you still. But again, you know the amount of work that goes into the detail of the water and the this and the and the green screen. Yeah, but and I don't think James
0: Cameron nowadays has as much. Uh, Like, I think he mostly just passes water to Weta, who does water really well. The the hard part is figuring out, like, having the understanding of how that's going to be added and then putting everyone you need in a room together and like getting your cameras in the right place and setting everything up and knowing what you're going to be doing on what day and what part you're filming and who's going to be there and how, what are they going to be wearing? Can they roll around on the ground with all this equipment and stuff like that? That is hard, but it's not, I I, I don't know. I think the hard part is going to be scheduling and setting up shots, which I don't think, I think the all-consuming part has mostly been done. He probably has the scripts
1: ready. No, I think he probably does, too. And he, uh, as far as his writing and his scripts, the one amazing thing he has going for him that isn't egotistical of him is, is going like, yeah, my scripts are shit. I kind of know that. So, you know, because he's famous for being like, yeah, we'll change the dialogue around because my I know my dialogue's crap. And
0: I also suspect that one of the reasons why this has been all-consuming for him is because he likes to keep a very tight grip around every piece of now his that project. Now, that is true.
1: I will give you yeah. that, is that he, it's all-consuming for him because he's, like, inventing cameras to yeah. do a certain thing. He has his thing. hand
0: in every single cookie jar. Right. Whereas, like, if you pass it to another director, I think they'd be better taking a step back and being like, Weta, you just do whatever you want. I'm sure it'll look great.
1: Right, but here's the thing. Is that is that where the drop off ends up? Yes, he is, he is, he does run a very tight ship and he has hands his hands in all the cookie jars. But is the reason that this movie is so I don't want to say good, but so beautiful, is because he has has his hands in all the cookie jars overseeing every single detail. Yeah,
0: it's because he somehow convinces all of his employees to work eighty hour weeks.
1: Right. Like right. I, yeah. And you're right. I, I Another agree. director won't do that. But then does the quality drop off? And again, Possibly. because these three movies are done with him and are hitting a certain bar of quality, you, that is now the bare minimum. You have, now have to meet that expectation and then actually do better than that, which is really hard to do. If you're being a more hands-off director where you're passing things off to Weta and other departments and, and just going like, it'll, it, I I trust you guys, it'll be great. As opposed to him who's like, no, what we need is we need to invent a camera that does this from this angle so I can make it look like this and da-da-da-da-da. Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Yes, I disagree.
1: That's fine. I also don't care about this franchise. One. I
0: know. I'm print. probably not going to see so any I more of them. I don't
1: care if we disagree. We
0: don't watch movies in 3D because Melinda has like an eye thing. Yeah. So like. she's she has two eyes. Yes, <laughs> right. And she, yeah, and she was going to pay to get them fixed but we're not spending any money
1: so that'll be next month yeah that's
0: right yeah but no so i'm not gonna watch avatar in
1: 2d right i would but i i don't i don't think i'm gonna go out and like see this in the theater that's sort of what i mean though is like the story's not enough to get me to go no it's beautiful to watch but i'll watch it on my tv that's fine yeah 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 and that's that's the thing it's like i don't i don't care about this as much I honestly think after two and three, it might just be done. Well, but who knows? Because maybe this will break every record. I mean, listen, maybe I'm wrong. What do I know? What the fuck do I know? I didn't think the
0: first one was going to break any records.
1: I'm shocked as you are, man. We're all just sitting here, sitting on our blue asses, just amazed as all get out. I don't we know also got saying. our
0: first look at Stephen Lang in the sequel. Did we? Yeah. I don't yes, have that. I missed it. All right. It's just him as an avatar. Great. My guess is because he he dies at the spoiler alert for this 83 year old movie. But right. he dies, I believe, at the end of the first one. But it looks like maybe at the last minute they drag him out and they put him in the avatar suit or something. Sure. I don't remember. Why not? Why? I, why last time I saw the movie, you? it was in theaters, so I don't remember what happened to him. But I remember he was in a big mech suit.
1: Yes, that's all I remember. All right. I got so this might be my last one. I might not be, but this might be my last one. I don't know if this is anything. I just find I don't even know if this is fully. True, but I just find the story endlessly entertaining just of the names involved. Alright. We had there was a potential leak about a Doctor Doom project and one person who might be in it. And it is, of course, none other than the king of all media himself, Howard Stern. <laughs> Did you see anything about this? No, this is hilarious. Again, I don't As know. As Doctor Doom, or he's just in it. I, no, he didn't say anything. So here's here's what happened. Basically, on his on his um, SiriusXM show, it sounded like there's a somebody from Twitter put this up. It sounds like it's them. It's him and his co-host Robin talking under what seems to be like ads that are playing for his show, and she, they're just making chitchat while the ads are going. And she's like, you know, they're talking about work. And she's like, are you doing anything for the summer? And he's like, yeah, I'm doing that Dr. Doom project. I'm doing Dr. Doom. I've already talked to Kevin Feige about it. And he's like, I, I, he's like, I was texting with Robert Downey for like acting tips and everything like that. And and I was like, the only thing that makes this le- seem legit is like it wasn't actually on his show. It was sounds like it's underneath them just making conversation in between segments now, again, this is not saying that he's cast as Dr. Doom, which God help me. Although, but um, I was going to say the voice. That's what I mean. Like if they if they did like a Darth Vader thing where it's someone else is the body and he's the voice, that might not be the craziest thing in the world. Yeah. Or uh, what I'm suspecting is it might just be him playing a version of Howard himself. Stern. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A radio host. Exactly. Uh, uh, interviewing someone. Reed Richards. Reed Richards. I, was, I almost said Stephen Strange. I was like, that's not right. You interview him? Reed Richards the or Yeah, sure. Why not? Whatever. That's all I can think. But I just, this is one of the stories I love because I'm like, let the wild speculation begin <laughs> of Howard Stern being Doctor Doom yeah. in the MCU. I mean, listen, we got Harry Styles. Why not? We sure did. I mean, can you think of any other Marvel character that could be Howard Stern? What if he's the voice Sue of Storm? No, oh, <laughs> Ben but- Grimm. <laughs> oh. That be a weird Ben Grimm, but that could be interesting too. Cuz
0: he's got kind of that New York. Oh yeah, for sure. It's not quite a, yeah. you know, it's not like a like a stereotypical New York accent like Ben Grimm usually has played with, but it is like a yeah. a very iconic New York accent.
1: And he'd be good for quips. Yeah. You know what, that's I, mean? what I mean? Yeah. He'd be very good, you know, and it'd be easy cuz they could be like you know, all right, Howard, we got this quip, you know, we'll let's putz around with it. Let's do like four or five takes of it.
0: Yeah. Well, and even like a, a there's like a flippant stoicness that's like, well, this is just my life, I guess, that like both of them share.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, again, we will probably never hear. Another word about this again. Yeah. This is probably yeah. going to be absolutely not. nothing, but I kind of hope not too. I kind of love <laughs> when something like this happens, and we're like, "This is going to be real weird." Let's Howard Stern. In. Howard Stern. So I strange.
0: Think. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, Doctor Strange. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes.
1: Still going. Didn't expect it to yeah. go for I'm this. I'm going to start
0: taking my pants off a second
1: oh it got more intense when you said that
0: yeah interesting they like it even more i'm gonna pee in a corner of this recording room in a minute
1: oh my gosh now oh my they're gosh. they're oh my god there's andrew they're standing up they're giving you a standing ovation for this thank you this is incredible thank it's you unprecedented all unprecedented in the history thank you podcasting. is that howard stern in the audience it is he's saluting you <laughs> oh my gosh it's incredible wow wow amazing Oh, they all just walked out.
0: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So this is what it was like to be in the same room that the premiere for Batman versus Superman happened in where the audience loved it so much.
1: Yes. Yes. And uh, and everyone else loved it too. For anyone who doesn't remember, standing ovation at the premiere. Standing ovation. Yeah. And for
0: anyone who doesn't remember, Suicide Squad, Academy Award winner. <laughs>
1: How can I forget?
0: That's it, then. We are... Let me leave. Finished. Let me die.
1: I wish I could. (laughs) I wish I could. Yeah. All right. That's it. There we go. Oh, actually, no. Actually, I do have one more thing. Oh, okay, great. What is it? What? Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. What? Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts,
0: Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com, slash the Media Lunch Break, Twitter, where our handle is, at Media Lunch Break, Facebook, Instagram. I don't know what that was. I don't know what just happened.
1: That that almost turned into... Uh, it's the end of the world, and, and we know it from REM.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I know I was thinking, um, what's that Billy Joel one? We didn't, we start, didn't the fire. start the fire. Yeah. That
1: was the other one I was going to yeah, go
0: with. Yeah. All good. I was actually thinking the um, the theme song to Fairly Odd Parents. You may be too old for that. Something, something. Large fries, chocolate shake. I know Fairly Odd Parents. All right. Would you say you know it fairly well? No, not the slightest. But I see what you did there. Would you say you know it fairly unwell? <sighs> Just move on. You can also find us on YouTube or uh, at YouTube.com slash TheMediaLunchBreak. You can find us on TikTok, where handle is at the Media Lunch Break. Go visit our Patreon. Yes. Right now.
1: Wait, are you talking to me? Yes. Okay. Go give us money. Okay.
0: It's like a power strip plugged into itself. Okay. <laughs> Just go, go, go donate money, and then I'll give it back to you. Excellent. You can also send us an email. Uh, at TheMediaLunchBreak at gmail.com Or you can visit our website, which is www.TheMediaLunchBreak.com Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, and on YouTube And, huh. my goodness, special thank you to Julie
1: Thanks, Julie So
0: good, so so
1: good, so, so good. fantastic so Good to us, and good for us
0: That's right, like these crab rangoon egg rolls that my fiancé just sent me a
1: recipe for I thought you said you were going to say that she just sent you and you had like a dumb waiter. <laughs>
0: <that just laughs> oh, you just down. gave me a great idea though. I own this house. I can do whatever the fuck There's I want. There's space
1: in that wall behind you that yeah. you could fit a dumb Certainly waiter enough for in. Between those. Moon. Yeah, absolutely. As always, Andrew just talked about Leaving a rating and a review and on iTunes, you do that right in app. It really does help. If you leave a five-star review, I've said it once, I've said it a million times. You leave a five-star review, you can put whatever you want in that review, man. Say whatever. This week, why don't you tell me what you think Howard Stern should be doing in the MCU? Uh, Let's come up with some real real creative stuff. Why not? Other than that, uh, next week is going to be Thor... Is that right? That feels right. I'm pretty sure Thor. Yeah, I'm seeing it Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be Thor. I'm seeing it probably Monday. Wow, right before. Yeah. You want to record Monday morning? No. Okay, great. Because I won't have seen it by then. (laughs) I know. But I could fake it. And then then I I could tell you everything about it. I could ruin it for you. Here's what we'll do. We'll record Monday morning... I'll fake my way through having seen it and lie, and then I'll go see the movie and see what I got right. And I'll be like, what did
0: you think uh, about the end when Thor died? And I'll be like, I don't care, because he
1: died with his ass in the air. (laughs) As we all do. I assume once that costume comes off, it stays off for the rest of the movie. God willing. Yeah. So yeah, next week is uh, Thor. And the boys volume one. I reached
0: out to the agent, of a an independent comic writer yes. to see if they would like to send us something to review. And they told you to go fuck
1: yourself. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard back. I didn't check. Let's see. I bet you it says that. Stop trying to get free shit, you cheap son of a bitch. <laughs> nope. No response yet, which means the same thing. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, then next week is going to be Thor in volume one of The Boys. The good old boys. The good old boys. Just having a laugh, skipping around the park. But here's the thing. Uh, what should we be reading? What should we do? You want to assign both of us a reading assignment? Go for it. If we're talking about Thor next week and you're like... Everyone's talking about Thor. You know what you should really be talking about? It's this thing over here. I made it. Uh, send it over. You made a comic. You made a short film. You made a pilot. You made a something. Send it over. You want us to put some some ears on it, some eyes on it? Send it over. We're I love doing those. Andrew's trying to get one of those going right now. Mainly because he wants free shit. Because, as we've discussed, he sure ain't spending money on anything this month. So he might as well get it for free. But, other than that... That's, I think, about it. There it is. We made a thing. We did it. That's how easy it was to make a thing. And I did it while starving. It wasn't as easy as it normally was, but (laughs) it was still pretty easy,
0: you know? Yeah, I guess it's time for us to fuck off, or whatever we say.
1: Whoa. Oh, you have sunglasses. Do I have sunglasses? I mean, you can pick that if you want. You got a piece of pizza on your head. You little pizza rat. That's adorable, too. This is this is nothing for anyone listening. This is just this. is. Oh,
0: I like those. <laughs> yeah, we're doing uh, we're doing what everybody did at the start of the pandemic and messing with all the filters on Zoom.
1: Yes, I like that, too. Pirate hat. This means nothing to anyone. Why are we still doing this while recording? I don't know. Should we stop? Yes. Yes, a thousand times. What the fuck? Oh, oh huh? <laughs> Yeah. No, oh, that's so odd. Alright. That's oh, perfect for a crabber right, right, little right. chef's hat. Alright, we're done with this. Alright. Are we finished? No! We haven't made an actual joke yet. I mean, I believe this whole podcast is a joke. (laughs) And yet we've never made a joke during it once. I know. I know. Um, I think you you should just edit out all the stuff from the filters and then that'll take off five minutes. And somewhere at the end there, that's a joke. No? Have we not made a joke? Chris, I need you to just be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez.
0: Although, why start now? Am I right? Booyah! Oh, damn it. You got me.